Holy shit. Did you guys, this morning by chance, did you hear Cataldi was talking about uh, his, his his god-awful new contract on WIP? Oh, no, uh, I didn't hear that. I've been out of town. Well, Ugh. luckily I, I recorded it. You want to hear it? I'll play it real quick. Oh, God. All right, here it is. Here it is. Fuck him. Here it is. Good morning. Welcome to the morning show. This is Angelo Cataldi. We got a lot of stories to get to, but first, this is the first episode of our new contract, Jonesy. Jonesy, can you believe the new contract? Jonesy. <laughs> uh yeah, I saw I saw the new contract. Yeah, I'm, you know, kind of uh surprised actually. Uh, <laughs> a little shocked as I'm sure uh, everybody in the uh, listening area with uh two functioning ears was. <laughs> All right, Jonesy, I don't know what that means. Rare. What do you think of the new contract? Ange, Al is from Boston. You're from New York. Jonesy is from Toronto. I need new windows. I wished I was dead. But I am excited about this new contract. Of course you're excited about the new contract, Rear. What are you going to do? What's your fallback plan? Uh, hosted inside the Philadelphia Wings at 3 a.m. on Comcast Sportsnet? Al, how about you? What do you think of the new contract? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, it looks like we got somebody on the line. This is Butch from Manioc. Butch is going to sing us a song uh, to the tune of Happy Days. Hi, Butch. Well, hi, Angelo. This, this is Butch from Manioc. And I, I just wanted to call in and say, you know, congratulations on the, uh, the new contract. Uh, you know, Angelo, uh, all these years, you know, you've really, you really made me a celebrity here at Manioc. My name's Butch. And, uh... I really appreciate you, and I, and I wrote this song, as you know, to, to really to show the world and, and Maddie Ump, um, Butch, how much I love you, Angelo. And it goes a little something like this. Monday, Tuesday, Angelo. Tuesday, Wednesday, Angelo. Wednesday, Thursday, congrats, Angelo. Thursday, Friday, I just love listening to you. Oh my God, Jonesy! Did you hear Butch from Manny Young, Jonesy? Ah, uh, yeah, I heard it. Uh, just kind of sitting here wondering how my uh, <laughs> how my career came to this. <laughs> oh, and look who else is on the line! It's Cheryl. Cheryl, how are you, babe? That's it. That's it. I I can't take it anymore. No, God. Oh, slit my wrists. Slit my Achilles. Hit 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 our music. Sure thing. Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak fun hour. Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak fun hour. Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa, a cheesesteak for an hour. Rocky, 
Rocky Balboa. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 14th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. Let's rap. We have Optimistic Nick, Jimmy, and the dirtiest Dirty Mike in all of the Philadelphia area. And I'm going to be honest with you folks, I am on a bender. So I have been fucked up down in Miami, Hollywood, Florida, just on a work trip. And I don't know how I'm going to get through it, so I'm going to need my team to help me out. And let me just tell you, I have been in the same city that Antonio Brown has been in. And there were lots of cops, and it's been just a mess of a, of a situation. I don't know what's going on. I've been outside the world. I have no idea what's going on in Philadelphia sports, pop culture, what have you, anything. I think I'm the only person who hasn't watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I think I'm the only person that doesn't know anything that's going on. So I need you all to help me out. Uh, what have I missed? Gang, Nick, Dirty, Jimmy, somebody. I'm shaking. I'm getting re-drunk right now with some Trulies. Somebody tell me what's going on. Jimmy. First off, would you like to uh, give your employer a shout-out? Because, uh, you, you know, you spent the whole weekend getting drunk on their dime? Uh, no, we'll keep them uh, at bay. But, uh, yes, I, I would like to thank them for just letting me get absolutely hammered and paying nothing, staying at a wonderful resort. And uh, I guess I learned some things. I'm ready to go make them more money, make myself some more money. Dude, so isn't that just what kind of happens in Miami? So I had my bachelor party in Miami, actually. And oh, I, it, it was just not like it was you just go into a, like a black hole. Like time. You don't even know if time exists. Like things are just happening around just, you. You're I, drinking. It's just like a. It's an incredibly ridiculous. Place. I don't understand how companies and I work for a successful company. They're just like here, three hundred plus employees come on down from Sunday until Wednesday, and just drink, just drink upon drink upon drink, and we're here to celebrate you. And you're going to learn some things. And uh, yeah, I haven't stopped drinking since. I'll tell you how, Matt. You want to know how? It's because this com- this country is ruled by oligarchies. And oh. all these really rich wow. corporations, corporations can just do whatever they want. They can send whoever they want to Olig- Florida to drink for three days. Oligarchy. Did he, yeah, what's it? What's it? What's, a, what's an oligarchy? Well, apparently, while I was down in Hollywood, Florida, Antonio Brown is he being investigated or is he, he an oligarchy? He's he is. There's a warrant for Out him for his rest because his trainer has already turned himself in. <laughs> And Antonio has locked himself in his house, not answering any phones. I, you know, I don't know why they can't just. I guess it's not. I guess it's not that big of a of a wait, warrant. Wait, wait, I actually didn't hear about this. His trainer turned himself in for what? Trainer turned himself in because they. I, I no guess one they knows. Beat, Apparently, they, they beat, beat up the shit out of somebody. A guy, yeah, a guy from a, a moving guy, company. From what I'm gathering, and this could be wrong, but it seems like they he had a moving truck come in. I don't know if he's moving or what he's doing, but they showed a picture of a giant moving truck coming through the gated community. And apparently, somehow, he got into it with one of the drivers, and they beat the living shit out of him. He Where probably the ran over like, a, like a blade of grass. Let me let me say this. What is the burglary thing? <clears throat> so I was in, as I mentioned, I was actually in Hollywood, Florida, like right outside of Miami. Like, that's where he is. And my colleagues, my friends were like, there's a lot of police officers out here. And I'm like, yeah, Antonio Brown might be losing his mind, but he's still quick as shit. So if he's trying to run around, like, he's going to be tough to find. So you want me to, you want me to read it real quick? Antonio Brown is a suspect of felony battery and burglary case stemming <laughs> burglary. from an incident with a driver who works for a moving company. What is the burglary? I, I don't know. Why is he robbing people? Cops are actively working on getting a warrant, so they don't have a warrant yet. So the other guy just will, you know, just turned himself in, and the cops are hoping that Antonio will do the same. He's not doing the same. He's locked himself in his house. I hope nothing but the worst for has Antonio he le- Brown. By the way, just all these videos that are coming out, has he left his house at all in a year? He's I just constantly know. in that house. He doesn't come out of it. I mean, he did that music no more. That music video, no more white women. Did he? Was that filmed in his house? 
Anybody Did know? the doctor that he farted on, was that in his house? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I, I hope for nothing but the worst for this him. This article or says nothing him. about about burglary. Uh, it, it, it does say, it does say the last time cops were Ugh. at Brown's home, he not only berated his, uh, some, I guess his ex-girlfriend, he threw a bag of gummy penises at her. You, did you see the video? Nick, did you see the video? <laughs> oh, it's, it's unbelievable. You gummy make, wieners. Did you, you see the video? No, up. I just first time I've heard of that's that. That's the first time you're. Yeah, you got to see the gummy. And dick you know video. what? You know what's more annoying about that whole thing? He didn't even say eat a bag of dicks. He said have a bag of dicks. Like, if you're gonna do it, Antonio, yeah, like do it right. Do it. He's have a bag worst. of dicks. What does that even mean? Don't and don't. And there's don't companies. Throw the, don't throw the CTE thing at me. That's such a scapegoat comment. Oh, stop. Oh, he's he's got CTE now. No, shut up. Get out of here. The guy just got too popular, too big for his britches, and he thinks he can do whatever he wants. So now he's living in a reality that's nowhere near on this face of the planet, and he's just losing his damn he's mind. He's just your typical poor listen, guy that had a bunch listen, of money thrown I'll, I'll eat crow if they come out and do a brain scan after he just murders a bunch of people because of CTE and be like, all right, yeah, he had it. Oh, no, this sure guy's just losing his mind. No, CTE is just a popular scapegoat now. That's it. That's a That's a completely ridiculous statement to make. I think yeah. it's a completely ridiculous statement to make because it's the popular scapegoat. I mean, they showed no. it. They showed it on yeah. Aaron Hernandez, and it, I mean, it was really, really bad. We're it was gonna, like that of a seventy-year-old. We're gonna, we're gonna get to Aaron Hernandez, so I don't want us to blow our load yet. I just think CTE is it, is it real? Of course, it's real. I'm not being an idiot and saying like CTE doesn't exist. I think CTE is a very popular thing to blame on people, just because Antonio Brown is taking videos in front of his house, screaming at his his baby mama, screaming. Uh, at his children, screaming at the cops, and everyone's just like, CTE, CTE, CTE. Like, no, CTE is a very serious situation, and we can't just be like, oh, because Antonio Brown is being absolutely insane, don't just fucking throw that out there all willy-nilly. But you don't think it's a factor whatsoever in in his, uh, you know... Could it be? Sure. The way it's being thrown around? No. I think people are just using it way too willy-nilly. I mean, if they did a study on his brain tomorrow, I would be stunned if he didn't have it. Right. Well, so we're on the subject already. So, I mean, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, Aaron Hernandez, when they when they looked at his brain, he had the he had uh, stage three dirty, Spe- was it? Spe- hold on. Spe- all right. Let's get into it. Speaking of not being on the face of the planet since I haven't been for the past three days, am I the only person in the room that has not seen the documentary? I've seen it. Yeah, You've seen it? I believe so. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. I have not seen it. So you guys go ahead. I'll I mean, be the one. Was, I, and I don't think talking about it's any spoilers. I think everybody knows that he's dead and that he did some bad he's things. He's dead. Yeah, he is dead. So I don't need to. Okay, go ahead. So, it, and Dirty, I think, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. Um, I think it was like a stage three, whatever, for CTE. Yeah, and he was like, what, 20? He was like 20. He was the youngest ever to, to get to that stage or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, his. His brain was just fucked. I wish, you know, this is a, a an audio medium. I wish we could throw the... I wish we could show everybody his brain that they showed next to a normal brain. Yeah, it's it's absurd. It's absurd. It, it looks like... Okay. Uh, there was like a hole in the middle of it. it was okay, like, so as someone who did not see it, did the CTE cause him to murder people? Yes. No. Well, yes. So it, I got a no and a yes. Well, perfect. I'll, I'll, so the answer is the answer is is maybe really because <laughs> yeah, of course, with a yes but, and a no. So like, what CTE does is it causes you to have just completely insanely erratic behavior. Where one minute you're completely normal, and the next minute you're flipping out. And the whole documentary really just goes through those situations where like he'd be in a nightclub hanging out with his friends, being all calm and cool, and thirty seconds later he'd be flipping out, looking for someone to fight, and just like going crazy. And Not 
somebody to fight, somebody to shoot. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't do it once. He didn't do it twice. He did it three fucking times. I think. I think a guy spilled his drink, and then that's what made him like follow them out of a parking garage. Shot a guy for getting a drink. He blasted two guys. Not to get too much into like the neuroscience part of it, but like they're saying that CTE affects like the the frontal lobe a lot, and it 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 affects the part of the brain that sort of like is like where most people would go would would rationalize and like say all right somebody spilled a drink on me it sucks but like it's not that big of a deal is it like that part of the brain becomes deteriorated in a lot of these CTE victims which leads them to ha- the part of the brain that's supposed to be like chill like stop, reasoning like reasoning yeah, is out of the as out the window is is completely messed up and you know to get into the documentary whatever spoiler alert if you haven't seen the documentary i maybe just skip like five ten minutes um so they went a lot into his sexuality and um, yeah I, I i kept hearing about that that uh and, and you know what like part of me is like the guy's not here to defend himself it sort of sounds like maybe he was a closeted gay man which is a shame in this day and age you know that he if he was gay that he couldn't live his life as a gay man but i at the end of the documentary i felt like they they harped too much on when when I saw the picture of his brain, I was like, oh, well that that's all I need to that, know. Same, same, and they and they left it. I'm not going to give it away, but they they left that at a certain portion where you were like, he kills himself. I'll give it away. <laughs> like, I don't even know where I'm what I'm trying. Like they they left it at a point in the documentary where it was it was surprising. But if they would have done it at the beginning, then it would have left no surprises. Does that make sense? Yeah, and but like the main thing that everybody's talking about, obviously, is the sexuality part of it yeah. because it's sensational and it's shock. Not shocking, uh, I guess. Yeah, it is shocking. Like if you didn't know any better, you, you wouldn't think that Aaron Hernandez was gay. You know, but that's also a part of the documentary <clears throat> is the is the culture of the NFL. I feel like and shit. how you have to be. <laughs> How you have to be, you know, manly and a man's man and that kind of thing. But like, that's why they brought the the lineman in from the Patriots who was giving his whole story because people were like, why was he even in that? And the whole reason was he was just telling you like what it's like to be in an NFL locker room to try to survive that way and pretend you're something you're not. Right. And I say, I get that. I say, I say all that to say this is that like, I get why they put that in the documentary because it's compelling and shocking, but I don't think him being frustrated or in the closet sexually is what caused him to allegedly now, mur- did right. murder it's one a, person and, a, and a, allegedly murder two. And they alluded yeah. to that several so, times. Like uh, that was the reason. Okay. Um, it's a mix between the, the CTE and the situations that he would put himself in. So CTE, Sounds like Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. So CTE right. and homosexuality... Uh, worth watching, and that he ha- and that he. Hung that, that's where I'm at. As I'm sitting here rotting on a three and a half day, he bender, hung out with felons. I mean, that that's part of it too. Okay, I mean, so CTE homosexuality, hanging out with felons, yes. a pretty damn good tight end, worth watching. Yeah, yes. it's worth watching. Sure. If it's, we're putting all those ingredients into a soup, yeah, am I, into a documentary soup. It, it is, he also he also came from a compelling television. He also came from a ridiculously broken home with a, with a with an abusive father, oh, an alcoholic yeah. father. His mom was completely out oh, of her mind. Add that to the soup. Very Tons much of like Antonio there. Brown. It's we're, had the yeah, same story. we're already we're already yeah. past the spoiler. His yeah, when, when his homosexuality dad, brain damage. Yeah, when his yeah, dad I mean, just, when his dad just, died. We're actually going to end the podcast here. We're just going to watch the documentary. All yeah. right, I hope you all enjoyed the 14th episode. <laughs> the, this was the 14th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak. Uh, like us at RBCFH. Uh, no. I almost put the D in there. But, uh, but what I'm saying is, there's a lot of people that grow up in um, unfortunate circumstances 
um, and I'm not saying that, that, that don't murder people. Exactly. Sure. Oh, but that brings me back to my point that yeah. I think that it, if you're putting all these ingredients into the soup, yep. the overpowering flavor, if you is will, is this a cream based broth? Shut up. Is the CTE. And that's what I took away from the documentary. <laughs> and the Swiss to, cheese in the sandwich. To answer your, to answer your. First off, Swiss cheese is the worst. That's cheese what I'm ever. saying. Exactly. Right, go ahead. Awful. Everybody knows the worst cheese is. Is is brie? But uh, no, what? Terrible take! Whoa. Absolutely terrible take! Whoa. Swiss cheese is the worst cheese. Yo. Brie is nowhere near the bottom. I, put uh, it- I am here. I'm here to stand up for brie. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney's listening right now. Brie is top notch, Jimmy. You're you're missing out. I put brie as a second tier cheese. Go ahead with your point. No, but to answer your question, um, I think the I documentary is absolutely worth watching. Uh, I found it really, fa- it's about, it's three hours, it's three episodes, mm-hmm. and each is about an hour long, and I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, watched, it was awesome. Yeah. I watched all three hours. Right in a row, yeah. yeah. We'll be watching Antonio Brown's in about four years. Oh, Antonio Brown's no doubt getting a documentary because of his skill and his path of destruction. Years, he's on, he, he'll be dead in four hours. No, <laughs> He'll be he'll be dead by the time you're listening. To this. He might for, be for the, he might be dead on that sailboat si- that you saw. For the sake yeah for for the sake of for the sake of story and for our civilization as a whole, he'll be dead. So listen, here's my point. I was saying initially before we got into the documentary, I don't think that we should throw around the term CTE the way we are. Could he have it? Absolutely, Anthony Brown could have it. All the symptoms sound about the same. But if you just go on social media with all these these Twitter MDs, it's like CTE, CTE, CTE. Even Chris Long's like, people are not taking CTE as seriously as it should just because some guy's going around. Now, Chris Long didn't say this part. Just because some guy's going around throwing gummy dicks at his baby mama doesn't mean he has CTE. He could just be fucking crazy. Could he have CTE? Sure. I'm done saying CTE. Uh, Antonio Brown's fucking crazy, and uh, and who, Hernandez who, is if you want to uh, if you want to know right um, where Antonio Brown got CTE for the people who are Vontez listening Burfect, that, that yeah. may not have seen this at home. Google the Vontez Perfect hit on Antonio Brown. It's one of the most ridiculous hits. It's in a the bad hit. The it's a bad hit. But also, all right, to take this side, people have been getting mauled throughout NFL history for a long, long time who live perfectly healthy lives, and there's others that've been mauled and have CTE. So. Enough of that discussion. It's just one of those things. Where you don't want to wake up. All right. Um, I fucking feel horrible. All right. Uh, <laughs> should, we, uh, should we talk some birds? Yeah, let's talk Ooh. some birds. Get, get away from that. Funny, get away from funny that and talk some birds. Funny thing happened while I was away in Hollywood, Florida, running away from Antonio Brown. The Eagles still <laughs> didn't get an offensive coordinator. That's odd. Try their hearts out. Uh, did they try? I don't know. I, I really think they wanted that Graham Harrell character. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think they did. What do we feel about them currently on Wednesday, January 22nd at 10.19 p.m.? Well, you guys know I'm depressed because apparently Jay Gruden is off. Yeah, Jimmy's <laughs> uh, love father. Oh, your boy uh, Jason Garrett went to the Giants, too. All the guys are out. And I, I hear Freddie Kitchens is going to the Ooh, Giants, too. Kitch? Is he really? The yeah, apparently he's going there as like a what? offensive line coach. Oh, my God. The Giants what are just loading up with fall everyone's from losing. grace. Yeah, but he never should have got that head coaching job to begin with. I mean, that, I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and apparently another another um, uh, candidate who is uh, Mike Kafka of the Chiefs. Um, Franz Kafka's great-grandchild. And Andy <laughs> blocked it. Andy blocked it. Kafka-esque. Yeah. And that, that's okay because uh, he was a quarterback. In the oh, NFL, right? here, here's Kafka? here's the he was a he was a quarterback <sighs> for the for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. Yeah. Speaking of uh, our fourteenth episode and in quarterbacks, who what famous uh, Eagle wore fourteen? Sean Couturier. Detmer. Did Detmer? Didn't Ty Detmer wear fourteen? Coots. 
More, he more famous of, a, of an Eagle quarterback. I'm almost positive about this, but my brain's currently in my shoes from this week, so I don't know. Who? Come on, Dirty. You should know this. 14 is... I think I'm right about this. I could, I could be 100% I thought wrong. Ty Detmer wore 14. Maybe he did. I'm going, I'm going more famous than that. Okay, who? You really don't know? No, Look, no I don't know. Isn't, doesn't Dougie P 14? Did Ducky P wear 14? I'm actually Look that not, up. Oh, look that sure. up, Dirty. But while you're looking it up. Ty Detmer did wear 14. That's a great Ty yeah. Detmer pool. That's a <laughs> fantastic like that? Ty Detmer pool. I could have sworn Ducky P wore 14. How do we feel in this current moment <clears throat> of the Eagles Breaking news. Not having. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Doug Peterson wore number 14. Whoa! Beautiful. There you go. Whoa! That's solid. Good pulls by both. The guys. Hollywood hangover pulling out Dougie P. Mm. So I think we've learned that if you want to be a successful Eagles quarterback, do not wear number 14. <laughs> I, dude, like, 14's a weird number for a quarterback. It's a very hockey number. Like, are there <sighs> he, any? He's trying so hard to get his flyers in. He already said Couturier. He's saying it's a hockey number. I, I didn't say Couturier. It's, it's yes, what he did. does. You just say nah, Couturier. I didn't. Uh, it's, it's a weird football there, number. Is there a famous 14 in NFL history? I don't think so. I don't There's got to so. be someone screaming. Four, 14's an idiot. I'm with Nick. 14's a stupid number. That's why it doesn't st- stand out to me. My brain is so far away from my skull where it should be right now. I can't. I can't even think straight. How do we feel about the Eagles? You know, not you know what else about number 14? Derek Barnett, another shitty player. 14th pick. Yeah. Oh, guys, I got it. No one wants to answer this fucking The question. Red Rifle. <laughs> no one wants to answer this The Red question. Rifle, or the Red, whatever you want to call him. The Red Rifle is number 14. I think, isn't Darnold, I think Darnold's 14. Andy, Andy Dalton. We are oh, way, yeah. we are way more concerned about this number 14 question than the Eagles no, so not I got a, having a coordinator. I got an interesting, um, Derek Carr. I got an interesting Johnson. article. The best player to wear each NFL jersey number. Not Derek Carr. Apparently. Well, don't, don't give it away. We gotta, we gotta get some clues or something, some guesses. I, I don't. Uh, this guy, if you guys know this guy, he was a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers from 1935 to 1945. Oh give me, God. give me the initials. Don Shula. Don Shula. Was it Don Shula? There was a, there was a, a famous receiver. The, the first yeah. name is Don. Don Hudson. <laughs> Don Hudson. That's a great pool, dirty. Great. And I think, and I know that because I was looking up to see what Jordy Nelson's Listen, career numbers were in Green Bay you. a couple weeks ago, and yeah, he popped up. And remember that? Yeah, yeah I do yeah, remember yeah. that. All right, I gave you the layup. So there's your apparently your best <clears throat> number fourteen in NFL history. I also think this number fourteen discussion we're having perfectly answers that we don't fucking care that the Eagles don't have an offensive coordinator or not. Because no. we yeah, are I don't way care. more. Listen, it doesn't fucking matter because not, because it shows that Doug just runs a show, so right. nobody you know fucking it's an undesirable job. There's a team in the Super Bowl that doesn't have one either. So how important? Is it really? The Niners don't have an offensive coordinator. Shanahan runs it. Yeah. Man, they fucking look good. Yeah. There's not like that's such a different offense that, that this league, great. that this league is just not uh, accustomed to. That like it's just such an air it out league. And the Niners are like, fuck that. Nope. We're going to go out with our third string running back, not Tevin Coleman, not Matt Breida, with Raheem Mostert yeah. and these wild looking tech, running techniques. And just, it's awesome to watch. I am love him or hate him. It's t- fucking taking, cool. Taking the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl out of things, obviously, because of how biased we are, because they were in it. I'm actually more pumped for this Super Bowl than, than any Super Bowl I can remember in a long really? time. Really? Why? I don't know. I think it's just because there's, I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like every Super Bowl I've kind of had a feel like, all right, Patri- I'm 100% Patriots with are going to win this one, like whatever it was. And this one, I really don't have a clue. I woke up I woke up one day and I was like, ah, oh, the Chiefs are going to win. And the other day I was like, ah, oh, the Niners are going to win. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Do you, do you know what the spread is? 
It, it's the Chiefs minus one, maybe oh, minus so one yeah, and the, a half. No one has any idea. So it's a pick, so pick them pretty pick. much. So yeah. this segues perfectly into something that we should get into, which is uh, Andy Reid's uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. first appearance in the Super Bowl since 2005 when he appeared in the Super Bowl with yeah. our Philadelphia Eagles. Um, how do we feel about, where do we fall on the whole, do we want Andy to, it's, that's the debate in town at the moment. Uh, are you, you know, are you pulling for big red? Are you not? Do you care? Where, where does everybody stand? So on specifically an Andy Reed question. Yeah. Not a Super Bowl question. Andy Reed in the Super Bowl. Yes. Dirty. Uh, you want me to lead it off? Yeah. Yeah. Spit it if, out. If, if, if for the people who know me, you know where I stand on Andy. Reed. For the unfortunate people who know me, absolutely, <laughs> I despise Andy Reid. And listen, he <laughs> he gave us so many good years of football, and I know how crazy that sounds. But when you watched Reid week to week, you knew what his faults were, and he never improved on his faults. Last week, when they played the Titans. If you go back and watch the last eight, nine minutes of that game I'm so happy and that tell me lost. that he didn't try to give that game away, you didn't watch that game. He was, was doing hammered. the same shit he used to do when he was in Philadelphia, where he was, instead of running the ball to, to have Tennessee take their timeouts, he's having Mahomes throw the ball. He's got his uh, receiver catching balls, and instead of r- falling down and getting tackled, they're running out of bounds, stopping the clock. Me and my dad were fucking cracking up because he just doesn't change. And they got a nice big lead on the Titans in that game. And they were able to hold off, but he tried to give it away, which is what he always does. With this Niners team, if he tries to pull that shit again, they're going to lose. I'm telling you, they're going to lose. Reed has never learned how to control a game clock. So I can't stand him. To be clear, you don't like him. Correct. Okay. Um, I, I want him to win. Give the guy a fucking win. I... I it's he's had so many opportunities. It's usually his fault. It doesn't go through. So I don't know if he deserves to win. We're going to find out in, in a week. Uh, I w- yeah, I'm rooting for him. I'm not outwardly rooting for him. I'm not waving a chief's banner. I'm not wearing red, uh, even though both teams are in red. Uh, I, yeah, I'll be happy for Andy if he wins. I, I'm not going to the extreme that a lot of people in Philadelphia are. Uh, but yeah, yeah, go, I, go get it. Andy. I, I'm like, and this is a lazy take, but I'm yeah, mine was too. Um, I don't care, and and this and here's the Homer take as well is like, and I truly believe this. If the Eagles aren't in the Super Bowl, I don't care who wins, and and it's not. I don't have any ill will towards Andy. I don't. Yeah, I certainly don't either. I don't think you could if you're an Eagles fan. I mean, well, from dirty, the time he dirty took, does from the time he took over that team to the time he left. I mean, they want that you know they were a winning franchise, so. Um, I just don't really truly, care. Truly one of the best franchises in the NFL. Yeah, like, absolutely. Hashtag truly. Hashtag truly. Hard it, was the, it was the Eagles in the NFC, and it was the Patriots in the AFC during that time. Mm-hmm. And you can't really dispute that. No, not at all. However, he, however, his coaching was a serious, probably main indicator as to why they didn't win. Him and McNabb. He was so good at constructing a team and so bad at managing. Andy is, a, is, is one of the best coaches every day of the week. Except for Sunday. Yeah. I t- that's exactly, I think, what I was getting at. Now, he's so good at building a team through drafts and free agency and knowing what his needs are. He, and he's always been an offensive line, defensive line guy. And, and Doug Peterson kind of inherited that, right? Because of them being together. This is the best offense Andy Reid has ever had as well. The defense, there's a lot to be desired. 
but it's certainly the best offense he's had. He knows he knows how to pick a quarterback. I mean, yeah, 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 of course. And 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 just going to that, he can build a team thing. I mean, look at the Chiefs franchise. He took that franchise. They haven't been to the Super Bowl since what? It was it the seventies? I think fifty years, uh, 1970. And since and ever since he's and ever since he took that team over, they've been on an upward trajectory. And think about it. They had Alex Smith, who no, there's nothing sexy about Alex Smith, but Alex Smith was a, a steady as you go quarterback, mm-hmm. and he did well. And there's nothing wrong with him. A good, solid offense, and a, an offense and a team that got into the playoffs. And he could have just kept him and still had this really solid team. But Andy made a decision and said, I have a special kid at this point in the draft that I can get. And Patrick Mahomes, who people were like, oh, this guy's got a big arm and everything. But apparently when he drafted him, the big thing was like, we're going to sit down in this room for hours. Like the classic NFL. We're going to sit down and watch film. And can you do all this? Can you can you reiterate and, and spit out this rhetoric that we use for my offense? And Mahomes like hit it out of the park, all that, you know, glorified NFL speak. And Andy did it. He rolled the dice with Mahomes, and look where it is now. Like, sure, it's and Patrick. Mahomes. The other thing that Andy's really good at, and most teams aren't uh, or don't follow through on, is he always with, with Alex um, Alex Smith. He had Mahomes sit behind him for a season, just like he did with McNabb when he was the quarter. Well, just you know, yeah, or, yeah. just like he did with McNabb and Peterson. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like teams whenever, 14. whenever they get the shiny new toy, the new quarterback, they want to just throw him right in there. And Andy has, all, you know, small sample size, yep. but at least in these two franchises that he's owned, um, he's done that. He's he's made Shit, sure how many years did Aaron Rodgers sit? Five? Yeah. And uh, he, he sat a long time. Years. Jimmy Garoppolo. Also, also, the thing is, if Andy Reid wins next week, it will catapult him into the conversation of Honestly, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Absolutely, yeah. And if he doesn't, he's one of the greats. So it changes from one of the greats to one of the greatest coaches of all time. Sure, yeah. I, I think it's indisputable. We didn't get Nick's take on Andy Reid. No, Nick left, I think. Hey, it's <laughs> Nick. Hey, hey, hi, Nick. I've been patiently waiting for my turn. Do it. Because, because your boy over here, hashtag all in for Andy. So I, uh, you know, you know I, host the, uh, I host the Super Bowl party every year, right? You know? This year, everything's going to be red and yellow. It's just going to be red and yellow, red, red and, and yellow, yellow, red and, and yellow. yellow. You know, I, I'm going to have some. I'm going to have some red, red and yellow banners. All the food is going to be red and yellow themed. Uh, what, what mustard kind of? and mustard and ketchup. Oh, okay. There's going to be a lot of that. Okay. You know, I'm gonna, I'm what gonna, else I, can we do for the red and yellow? Can we tomato put, pie? Yeah. Does a hot dog with uh, potato buns count? I mean, the hot dog's kind of red and the potato buns kind of yeah, yellow. Yeah. Then you put the red. Then you put the ketchup oh. and mustard oh, on there. Cocktail, little pigs in a blanket. Pigs Ooh, in a blanket. Yeah, yeah, that's a good move. That's a good call. Yeah. But, but definitely the tomato pie. Get Scal- from uh, from Scal- a syrupies. Corn chips and salsa. Oh, of course, a little guacamole, a little homemade guac. Ooh. What are you doing with the guac? It's green. The chips. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Andy, dirty. Shut Andy up. Andy Reid was an eagle. Let's dirty. So yeah. I'm also, you know, I'm also going to take a stupid. Andy Reid was an eagle. You just derailed throw this. A little, whole... Throw a little green in there. Oh, I'm also no. going to take a trip no, down no. to uh, my favorite store, Goodwill, and uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck get fuck Goodwill. What? I have a story about Goodwill. Go ahead. I'm gonna, fuck Goodwill. I'm Matt's out of his mind. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, no, gonna I'm gonna head on down to Goodwill, Goodwill and I'm gonna get myself a nice uh you know Larry Johnson jersey. Oh or uh you know maybe maybe Priest Holmes. Goodwill Priest can Holmes. Goodwill yeah. can rot. A Kareem Hunt? The K- I'm, I'm, you're bringing no, me back. And the, and the KC can stand for kicking chicks. I don't support chicks. murderers. 
Google can, can the kicking chick Chiefs? Yeah, who is the um, wide receiver that was on the Chiefs that like every year everybody thought he was going to be good and he just never was? Oh, 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 oh Dwayne Bowe. Yeah, Dwayne Bowe. Somewhere over My Dwayne boy. Bowe. He had eight good games and everyone uh, just part of I would draft Dwayne Bowe every year in fantasy and every year went up to 11. Man, I bought in every year. Yeah. Every year. And you, you guys know where he went to college? Oh, Dwayne Bowe. Uh, yes, on. yes, I do. Oh, damn it. Where did he go to college? Ooh, God damn it. Where did he go? Fun. Hold on. USC. No, nope. no, stop. I mean, there's only one reason I know it. Oh, you, because it's the one you always say. Was right? it the University of Delaware? LSU? It, LSU? it might have been Delaware. No, what is it? This is taking too long. What go, is it? Go Tigers. LSU. LSU. He said LSU. LSU. Yeah, okay. he said LSU. I, I was looking at you, man. Right, I can't. I can't. I can't just say fuck goodwill and let the story stay out too long. So the other week, yeah, Matt, tell us why you have a visceral hatred. A visceral for, hatred, and this for, is for, very recently for a company that takes in no, 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 unwanted no, 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 items no, 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 and sells no. them for cheap so no, that people all, can afford them. And <laughs> gives and gives you boy nuke five dollar jerseys. No, 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 no. This is all very new. So this is very, very visceral. As you just said, so I recently had to move some stuff out of out of a family member's house to, to and got him new stuff. Whatever, fuck it. Got this, a tr- a literal truckload of furniture, very usable furniture to give to Goodwill to, as you said, give it to people who might need it for a cheap price. And let me fucking tell you about the employees at Goodwill who just huff and puff their way about the the furniture that we gave them. If the way they were like. Oh, you mean you have all this stuff that we have to give to the needy? Go Matt, ahead. Can I play devil's advocate here? All right. So say you're feeling like you are right now. Nice and hungover after a three day bender. No. You're, go ahead. Go you're, ahead you're, with your fucking you're devil's good, advocate. You're working at Goodwill. You just want to go in there. I don't know. Maybe, go ahead, maybe please fold some new on. shirts and some new pants that go came ahead. in that day. And some guy shows up with a truckload of of furniture that you now have to move and you mean to tell me you're going to have a smile on your face the whole time Jimmy, you're going to be like ah, Jimmy, fuck this if shit. you work at Goodwill <laughs> yes you're not an employee who's allowed to not have good spirits if I am the, the, the manager of Goodwill I'm going to Bust your ass if you have anything less than a pearly fucking smile for everybody bringing wow. stuff in. So it's the same concept as like being a princess in Disney World. Like if you're a grumpy Cinderella, Absolutely. fuck off. fucking okay. If you work at Goodwill, anything that anybody brings to you is thank you. This is going to go to somebody who needs it. Not, oh my God. And these are the guys who work outside, who their jobs are to bring in shit that is, that is the heavier shit. So the fact that they were like, oh, Jimmy's point's hysterical, though, because you probably had a dude in the back who was like cleaning off an old gumball. There was four guys. A guy in the back. four of them. We had a table. The one guy like put his hand on top of the table to check if it was like a usable table. Like, bro, you can put shit on the table. I can sit on one chair. You can sit on the other chair and we can have a conversation because it's a fucking table. Like it's a workable table. What are you doing? All right, but one guy was in the back cleaning off a gumball machine. There was another guy back there wiping down the super no. ni- wiping the dust off the Super I Nintendo and go, in rolls the truck. I wanted of furniture. to go into that manager and scorch earth that goodwill and be like, "What kind of shit show are you running here?" That's why, like, even if like your best friends, like, "Hey, can you help me move?" You're like, Ugh. 
Oh, I helped Jimmy here move one time, and I lifted up his exercise Funny. machine, and piss flew out of it and soaked my clothing. Remember, it I was dog hurt. piss for the record. It was dog. Remember, piss. I hurt my back. <laughs> yeah, Nick lifted one thing and he and was left. out. <laughs> Listen, he was like he was like Carson Wentz. <laughs> he showed up. He lifted one thing and said, "Yeah, this was this was." Good, I hurt guys. my back. Listen, I've moved about seventy three. You're a very people. good mover. Oh, I, very I, good I, I'm an excellent. I've always I've always talked about opening my own he was, movie he was, company. He was Carson Wentz in a divisional round. One one play. Something was, happened to my back. Eight, eight and plays. I and he was out for the game. Need to make, I couldn't walk for three days. Do we need to make Nick cakes? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Have some sympathy for your boy. All right. Yeah. Just the last thing. If I was a manager of a Goodwill and my employees were anything less than smiling for everything that came over, I would physically abuse them and fire what them. What were you expecting? Like, like hand stuff? No. Like, just, just. Oh, my God, Matt. Thank you no, for this no, old they shitty were, couch. They oh, rejected oh, 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 oh. things. Like Rejected for what? For the people who are going to pay because $20? There's, because there's piss and shit in it maybe no, or something? No. They were you. Usable couches and tables and chairs. Right, well, to, to close this conversation, can we? I'm fucking pissed. Can we? Can he's tell. back. He's not hungover anymore. He's like all good to go. Fuck. Can we? To, to close this conversation. Uh, yeah. I'm now. I'm now. I've hit my fourth date bender. No. But to close this conversation, can we maybe not disparage the entire Goodwill organization and maybe just that branch? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, the one. In, the which one? One on the one on Kirkwood. Yeah. Fuck that one. I don't even go that one. I go in Elkton. Oh, the- so you know it's a shitty Goodwill. Yeah. All right. Well, we can agree. <laughs> I love that place. They even they even put the jerseys I'm in one spot. I'm not saying fuck the message of Goodwill. Yeah, of course, the message of like trying to get shit for people who need it. Yeah, that's great. This particular Goodwill can rot in the seventh layer of hell. Next. Right. Matt hates Goodwill. All right. All right. Well, I mean, speaking Someone of- get me a drink. So we got three. We got one for Andy. One doesn't care. One's kind of in the middle, and Nick, I hate him. Nick is having a. Uh, it's an interesting graph. A food colored party that Dirty wants to have guacamole. Party. He was or, an eagle. Let's get a little green in there. Man, oh man, you guys are sour. Nah. No. No. Dirty. Shut right. the fuck up. I'll, I'll get you a. Uh, Let's all get I'll our get teepees out. A, we'll, uh, we'll fucking watch the game in teepees and I mean, get bows and arrows. Who was the Chiefs quarterback before, like. Trent Green? Elvis Gerback? Oh, a, a nice Trent Green. I'll get you a nice know. Trent Green I from El- Goodwill. I think Elvis Gerback was a better job than oh, Trent Elvis Green. Gerbach, was he, was he there very long at all? It sounds like a fake name. Gerbach. It does sound like a fake he name. Who spells her name? He, he was on the Ravens. Yeah, G-R-B. It's a Gerbach. G-R-B and then anything after that. That's a fucking fake name. So he's Polish. Gerbach? Yeah, Polish always do the G-R-B and then like Z-Y. You know what I mean? His name is Elvis. You can't, like, that's a dog name. Like, you can't... Pol- uh, Polish like last only, names are just only a bunch. One Elvis, and Polish- then moving forward, you name your dog Elvis. Polish last names are like the opposite of Italian last names. Are just a bunch of consonants. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Italian last names are just a bunch of vowels. Y's then Z's then C's. And you're like, it, I don't know if it was that funny, or I just been drinking for four days. But that makes a lot of sense. It's all just consonants. Y's all right, C's. The luckiest Z's athlete in uh, the history of sports retired. Eli Manning. Uh, <laughs> throw it up, Eli. Throw it up, Eli. Uh, he was an inspiration for mouth breathers all over the world, and. Um, <laughs> Good, great, hey, grand. Enjoy your two rings and your uh, and your and your Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a pretty hot wife. So, is there anyone you know, else in the NFL quarterback wise yeah. that would close their Fuck eyes you, and just throw up? But a also pass enjoy. And always went to his benefit in the I, history of the league. Is he the luckiest quarterback in the history? Of the are, you, are you just thinking of that one pass? Tom no, Brady. I'm thinking of his whole fucking career. That one pass is kind of a big play, though. I assume we're talking the about David the David Tyree one. Yeah. He's just been throwing up ducks his whole career when guys are just coming down. I don't know. He won two Super Bowls. I mean, I'm he gonna, didn't just win I'm two give Super him a Bowls. Credit. He won both Super Bowls against the Patriots. He's still and, he's still a douche. And 
against the best football team ever assembled of all time, mm. the undefeated Preach. Patriots season. Preach. Yeah, was that, and, and was, that was that the season when they were like I was taking them as kind of an inspiration this year until you know what happened happened, but they were a nine and seven team yeah. who won the Super Bowl. Yeah, correct. A, a six seed, nine and seven, yeah. six seed. Beat this uh, at that time. What seventeen and okay? Once again, the playoffs. Anything can happen. Well, that's what I when I was when I was looking at the Eagles and I was sort of feeling you know that there's no way. I was like, well, the Giants were nine and seven once and won the Super Bowl. So. If Wentz you- didn't get hurt. Anything could happen until you ran into the 49ers. Yeah, until you ran into the 49ers and watched <laughs> Raheem Mostert. I saw a buddy of mine. I don't re- know what would have happened to the Eagles in that Dude, game. You don't know what would have happened? I, I don't know how bad it would have gone. They would still be scoring right now. <laughs> the 49ers. Oh, my God. That team. Oh. I, I saw uh, last weekend uh, prior to the game, I saw a buddy of mine who's a Packers fan. And uh, like I was just, I, I, there, I couldn't say. I was just like, yeah, I think you're going to get destroyed, man. Yeah. I just could I I couldn't there was no like Did his last the last name rhyme with Doritos? Yes. Yeah, you yeah. saw him? Yeah. How's he doing? Good? He's good. Shout, <laughs> shout <laughs> out. After that shellacking. He's probably not as good now, but, no, I, probably not, but shout I, out. I'll admit Dorito. it. I, on my first day of my bender, I bet the Packers outright because the 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 outright payout Ow! the outright payout would have been good. Nice shout out to Mikey Miss there, Nick asshole. That's, why, any, that's there, why I stopped myself because I was like, awkward? "Oh, that's a Mikey thing." And I uh, fuck you, Mike Miss. The payout would have been awesome on the Packers outright, but I also bet the over. So it was we are awesome. blocked by Mike Missinelli, right? We are blocked by Mike Missinelli, by yeah, Mike Missinelli, because Mike. he called someone an asshat on Twitter. Then because he's a boomer, and doesn't understand how technology works, uh, he DM that person on Twitter and said. Say that to my face. Yeah. The person went back at them, and Miss Anelli threatened him and said, "I will beat your ass, you little bitch," or something like that. And the person screenshotted that and put it and blew it up on Twitter, and then we retweeted it. This isn't Miss Anelli's first time doing that either. A couple years ago, he, 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 he called a guy a faggot on Twitter and yeah. and, and got suspended years ago, like five six years ago, for the same He's crap. Such oh, a, as a, you as thought a, he would have learned. As a deep rooted Italian, and Jimmy, you are, and Dirty, you are, Nick, you're. I don't know what you are i'm irish you are irish you yeah. have a very generic last name so it well, could have been anything my grandfather's name is bayard okay well there you go but as, a, as an italian like he, he is just the worst cliche of an italian like old oh, for sure rooted like yeah, he's five foot two you you know you're not a real italian he's, he's you, like when he's you like, constantly talk about the italian culture it's like we get it dude you love lunch meat you love, you love lunch meat you love godfather <laughs> movies you why, love sauce why love, is lunch meat the first thing because it's all he always he talks has, about yeah. it he's like oh yeah I, 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 this weekend, what, are, what are you gonna have at the super bowl party i'm gonna get a little I, bit of the brajuta huh br- no brajuta like, right, and gabagol i was such a big fan of his and he he really has he, he dropped fell off a off. cliff like 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 dead down a cliff. He used to be a bro, like, and then he I, lost. He lost Martinez, uh, and uh, he just didn't know what to I do with himself. Have a special place in my heart for Martinez, man. He was so do good. You? I do. Sounds like you're making love. Uh, I, I, love, I loved me. What do you think, Jimmy? You I like really Martinez. Did. You, you like the him, Flyers? Now? I thought him and Missinelli were the were the absolute. Here's best Here's a take that I have: is like, I I I like Tyrone. But I don't like Tyrone on that show with him. I don't think they have good chemistry. They, they have don't. no chemistry. I don't even listen to it. Like, you know who I'm trying to get some chemistry with? Say it. Uh, Just say there it. There we Nat, are. Nat, baby. Yeah, she's hot. Sorry, babe. Egg. The egg. She doesn't she's, I think she's attractive because of what she's in. She's in sports radio. She's media. sports hot. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, we, we, There's something weird about we, the we, eyes. We talked about uh, right? Rhea she's, earlier. She's got a wandering Rear. eye a little bit. There's an eye, There's an eye out Rear. there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, she's certainly not unattractive, but I think if you put her in a room of like 
not sports radio people, she'd be like, oh, okay. She's, uh, Natalie's, she's pretty smart. I like Natalie. Yeah, there's just no, whatever. Fuck Miss Natalie. He used to be so much better, and he's just not that good anymore. What so, are the what are the good shows in in Philadelphia sports? The Cameron and the Richie. Cameron and Richie show is so good, and the Rocky Balboa cheesesteak fun hour. Of course, the Rocky those Balboa are the only two. Those show. are the only two. Yeah, he might be. No, something. Mark, Marks, and Reese. They're it's okay. A, it's a good show. The Cameron and Richie is they they ninety seven five is truly a, a hot. See, piece Ike of, Reese drives me kind of crazy because I feel like Ike Reese says some really smart things and then he'll come out with just something so dumb and he just reels it back in. And then I feel like I have to start over with it because he doesn't know anything about any sport well, except for football. Mar- Marks and Reese is good, but it's so manufactured. It is so in your face manufactured mm. because but because right. Johnny tries to be Mikey, the the old Mikey. Eh. Yes, he does. No, it's just you. You can the way feel he, the way he talks to people. Like it, it, somebody bothers him, like he, he he talks down to him, just like Mikey does. I mean, it's the same shit. Uh, I don't. I don't feel that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Camera Richie all day. The camera Richie is great. Uh, you can just feel the hand of Spike on that show so much. Oh. Which is fine. Spike. Spike just is so good. At it. He knows what he's doing. Whatever. Fuck it. Here's a story we have to talk yeah, about. Yeah, moving on from other shows because our show is at better RBC than everyone's. Podcast. If you could give me one person in Philly, in Philly sports media that I could throw- better than everyone's. Oh my god. If you could give me one Philly sports media guy where I could just throw my elbow. You are throat. the ones who are the ball lickers. Okay. Go ahead, dirty. Jesus, Ooh, boy. Man. Sorry, Dirty. I got a little carried away. If there was That's... one dude that I could throw my elbow into their throat in Philly sports media, it would be Spike, Spike Eskin, and it's a tie with his fucking dad. But that just means you're letting him win. En- hate- enough with this. All right, so Thank you. We, talked Thank about, you. we talked about... Fuck you, Howard. Yeah, we're, fuck Howard. We're, we were talking about the Oscars you. last week. Cool coat, bro. Uh, so, great fucking story here. Uh, Nick and I and a couple of our buddies, uh, Dallas, Alex, and... Uh, Gleam went out to see 1917. Good, good flick. Fuck yeah. Let me tell Dude, you so good. how good it was. Oscar season, baby. Nick, would you like to tell us how good it was? Listen, don't I, blow I anything. remember. I'm fucking play don't, 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 don't you give away anything. I Listen, will flip this table. Listen, Nick, Nick, <laughs> we went out and, and had dinner before I had drinks. It's like we went out on a date, had sex, and you know, it was like a dinner and a date. It was awesome. We didn't have sex. Wow. There was no sex. We go to see the movie. It's it's really fucking good. I think it's going to win Best Picture. So I've seen Ooh. Joker in 1917 and uh, The Irishman, which isn't good. The more the more I see other movies this year, I'm realizing that The Irishman just it, it's not that good. All of a right. Movie. So you know what? I'm going to completely stop you there because I just watched The Irishman and I fucking loved it. Ooh. I wasn't bored for five minutes. Me and my me and my wife were blown away because all we saw was how bored people were of it, and I could not have been more interested. I was not bored for thirty fucking right. seconds. We'll, we'll get we'll get into the Irishman in just a second. Halfway through 1917, which is just an unbelievably riveting movie, you're not going to get big battle scenes. What you're going to get is the tension of of two people traveling from point A to point B to to, to send information. So it's a lot of high tension moments, incredible cinematography, and all you hear in these in these moments in the theater is. I'm like, what the fuck? And right to my right, it's fucking optimistic Nick in one of the most tense filled movies I've seen in years, <laughs> just counting sheep. Because this motherfucker, for some reason, is sleeping through what I truly believe, with only seeing a couple films so far, it's going to win Best Picture. 
Nick, listen. any thoughts? So how was it, Nick? Listen, <laughs> I fell asleep. I fell asleep for maybe five minutes. No, no. Wow. You were snoring for 10, 15 seconds. Enough, enough I snoring <laughs> to get people laughing in a the theater. Like, I woke, I woke wow. myself up with a snore. Wow. Oh, I look no. around and everybody's oh. laughing. I'm like, Nick, I'll, de I'll defend you here and here's why. Years ago, I went and saw... Indiana Jones and the Crystal Kingdom or whatever the fuck yeah, that well, movie that, you, was called. You probably feel sick because that sucked. Nick, I went in, I sat down, I went in, I sat down, and I woke up, and we were leaving. Roll credits. I swear to God, I, I didn't fall asleep for that long. I do remember a lot of the movie, but like, <laughs> like, they, I had, like that is such a weak defense. Like, of course, like, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I'm just saying, Dirty said he fell asleep for the entire movie. Like three hours. I, I watched a lot of that movie. I, I, I remember a lot of it. I can spoil some stuff if you Don't, want me to. Do not spoil let me, I'm let me spoiling ask, everything. Let me ask a couple questions. First of all, uh, I suppose my invitation got lost in the mail. No, it uh, was in all of our group threads. We, um, we group chatted it everywhere. Uh, second, uh, were you in one of the reclining <laughs> yes. uh, movies? Oh, oh dude, yeah. Those things are comfortable. That's when dangerous. Listen, sleep, I though. have a six-month-old... I get up a lot. I as, if, as if Alex doesn't have one either. But Alex doesn't have to get up. All right, that's fine. 1917's an amazing movie. Nick fell his baby. His baby sleep. Can it, I ask one question about it? From what you've no. given, and from what you've given me, it sounds no. a lot, a very similar to Saving Private Ryan. Is it no. not? Absolutely not. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. You just said a, like, a, like two guys had to go and basically spread information. It sounded the sort of, sort of. Saving Private Ryan is arguably my. It's my favorite movie ever. Arguably, arguably my favorite movie it's, of all it time. Is, it's my favorite movie of all time. 1917 is the most... Uh, it, it, the way it is shot is the most unique film I've ever seen. Could, could Nick awesome. have been doing a little bit of performance art and making a commentary on how, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> as a society, we tend to sleep through the harsh realities of war? Yeah, I mean, Possibly. Nick, but, were you doing performance art? It was the most gurgly. Yeah, it, it was the most gurgliest, sloppiest snore he let out. <laughs> I'm disgusted you didn't take a video and post this. I took. I have a picture. I'll send it to you guys. So can funny. I? Can I put it out into the world? Or we don't have to. You, you let me know during the break. Um, so, so we have we have a couple more minutes before we go to break. Um, Irishman. Here's what I'll say about Irishman. So you liked it. I certainly enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I don't like how we're giving away spoilers. That, that's against my soul. Because I didn't give away any spoilers. No, we, no, we did with Aaron Hernandez, and I, I don't Matt, like it. everybody it's knows that he's dead. Just, His just story's shut out there up. To, just yeah. shut up. You. Irishman, it is good. It is not great. It absolutely is way too long. The climax moment of when the certain character does die, because it is a three-hour movie. Someone's going to die with those actors. We do know that. There's an hour after that moment. There only needs to be 15 to 20 minutes after that. It is a good movie. It is not a great movie. De Niro is far too old to be in that movie. That should have been a DiCaprio role or someone on the level of that. Not De Niro. That movie is getting way more hype on the level of Joker or 1917. Here's my biggest takeaway from The Irishman. What did you think about Pesci? That's one of his best performances of all Fucking time. Fucking off the charts. Pesci, that's one of Pesci's best roles of all time. Because off the charts. Everyone's talking about Pacino, which he's fucking amazing in it. And I love Pacino. Pacino, Pacino is great. Pacino Fantastic. is great in it, but as a Pacino role. Uh, De Niro did nothing spectacular to me. No, I mean, I'm yeah, hearing I Pesci's agree. getting the best Pe supporting. Pesci was phenomenal because that was outside of his norm. This is subdued Pesci. And it was like, whoa. So how, how much different was, I haven't seen it. How much different was that and Home Alone? 
Uh, very similar, unfortunately. <laughs> very, <laughs> very similar. So you kind of debunked everything I said with that. So there was a lot of hijinks, a lot of paint cans involved, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of gold teeth. Mar- uh, Marv not being nominated for best who supporting would, actor. Who is would a soak a in kerosene? So hey, uh, Harry, if you want to hear the court, my before we get to the break, are you wearing I'm, aftershave? No, it's kerosene. The rose soaked in it. Uh, that's that's the quote. <laughs> Damn it, Harry, he's gonna call the cops uh, from I, a treehouse. I loved I love the Kennedy part. The whole Kennedy storyline of Irishman is, is great. The whole Americana aspect of the, Irishman is my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. 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 One of the things that I uh, not Welcome to get too to deep Americana. into it, but um the um the power that uh Hoffa had politically and yes. um and sort of and, and they sort of drew parallels between him and um a little bit like um Fidel Castro in Cuba. Mm-hmm. How Fidel, you know, obviously like like Jimmy Hoffa was the face of the late like power to the labor yeah. movement. So he, he, he was, was the leader Jimmy Hoffa. Of, uh, uh, Pacino. Pacino was the was, leader. Was Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, yes. Who was Fidel Castro? Was that was that Pesci? He wasn't even in it. No. Jimmy just said Fidel no. Castro. Saying they were drawing parallels. So De Niro between... was Fidel Castro? No. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, next, next on my list is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Nick gave 1917 three and a half out of five sheep. Uh, I gave it mm. four and a half. I gave it 4.75. It is an absolutely, truly one of the best shot films I've ever seen. I've never seen a movie shot like that. It's Everyone's right. talking about the, the continuous shot. Well, Sam Mendes Jokes is, aside, it was like, cool as He's an fuck. incredible director. It, Spider-Man. The way that, the, like, I, I don't understand it. Like, you guys, you guys understand it. I don't understand how they made that. They made it look like it looked that like entire one movie was shot. one shot. Like, they shot that movie in one day. Cool. Like, we're done. It felt like, like it, it has it, that That's how it felt. It. it was yeah, insane. I watched a little quieter movie, actually. And again, I watched one today. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for a good character build and just, like, it's great for people in their 30s. Um, I watched Marriage Story earlier today. Yeah, oh, I've heard about that. that. Holy shit, man. Really? Just a lot, there of, ten- are, a lot of tension. There's some scenes in there that'll fucking blow you off yeah. the couch. Yeah, right. yeah I want to watch yeah, that. I watch but, uh, should it's we not... wrap up uh, Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Movie Hour now? Yeah. No, we no, need, no, no. no we I, need I to haven't got my best movie of the year. What's your movie of the year? Endgame. All right, Endgame. Great. So It's Endgame! Also, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor at the Sagwards. He's going to wrap up. He's going to win Joker. Best actor. He, uh, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Nick's cool. got something that he's uh he's not happy with. Uh, so we're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back. This episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is brought to you by the crushing anxiety of life. Do you wake up every day going to the rat race, doing the same thing for the same thankless bosses? Well, then this sponsors for you. Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour, brought to you by Life and Joaquin's Blackberry Brandy. Welcome back to the second half of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour, and now it is time for another segment of... You know what pisses me right off? You know what pisses me right off? You know what pisses me right off? All right, Nick, take it away. I'm going off on the Phillies front office, the Phillies management, the Phillies ownership, the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm pissed off. And I'll tell you why. 
First and foremost, this whole fucking luxury tax thing. I'm fucking... Listen, I get it. Middleton's like, I'm not going over the, the the luxury tax unless it makes the team a World Series. Fuck you, dude. Listen, the, the Phillies are better. They're they're better now than they were. But there's there's a big issue, and it's not it's not the fucking bullpen, Dirty Mike. So shut the fuck up. The it's, issue it's is the starting rotation. We've talked about it a million times. They signed Zach Wheeler. That's fucking great. That's fucking great. So we got Nola, we got we we got Wheeler, and then after that, it's Eflin and Arietta. And then and then and then competing for the fifth spot, it's Pavetta and it's Velasquez. The same fucking shit. And you 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 know the difference between a winning organization and what we're dealing with. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to you about the Dodgers real quick. The Dodgers starting rotation, Clayton Kershaw, perennial fucking beast, Walker Bueller, probably a Cy Young winner eventually, Kenta Maeda, he's really good. Their number four pitcher is Julio Urias, very good pitcher. They let Ryu leave. They had to Ryu. They, they, had, they had to let him leave because he, he wanted too much money. But that's four really good pitchers. You know what the Dodgers have done this offseason? The Dodgers have signed Alex Wood, 29 years old, a history of being really good. They've signed Jimmy Nelson. He had a monster year with the Brewers. On top of that, they have a top prospect named Dustin May. They have a guy that pitched for them last year named Tony Gonsolin. They have Ross Stripling. I mean, I, I, I'm naming six fucking guys yeah, that are going for the number five spot. I mean, there's competition there, and that's what you need. The Phillies have brought in who to compete against Pavetta and Velasquez? Who have they brought in? Oh, Bud Norris. But, <laughs> Bud Norris, he, he's a bullpen guy. Shut up with your bullpen. I'm pissed off because they brought in no one Francisco to compete. Liriano? He's he's a bullpen arm. Oh, Drew Storen? Bullpen arm. They have brought in no one. So it's it's and I love Pavetta. I think I I still believe oh. in Pavetta. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Mm. I believe in Pavetta. Drew Cantoni? But I don't believe in the fact that there's <laughs> nobody competing for jobs. And it pisses me right off. There's nobody. And then fuck, you know, that's where I'm at. All fuck right. you, John Middleton, for your luxury tax bullshit. Clentac, why the fuck didn't you bring people in? This is an issue. Phillies. God, figure it out. What? <laughs> Thank you, Nick. This has been another segment of... You know what's pissing me right off? <laughs> All right, that's great. So, uh, yeah, fuck you, Phillies. It's going to be another great uh, spring and summer of third place watching baseball. Uh, it'll be good background noise in the living room. Uh, and can't wait. It's pretty <coughs> depressing that the, that the Phillies are getting as much time as the Flyers get on this show. 
And just like t- in typical Philly oh, fashion. No, don't don't ruin your really nice new segment by trying to. I'm d- no, do I no, try no, no, to no, pilfer no. the Flyers in here somehow. No, I'm just saying, no. like that's where the Phillies are. Like, yes, our lineup is really good, but and and Dirty's Dirty's all concerned about the bullpen. D- shut up about the bullpen. Yeah, but do, do you know why I'm concerned about the bullpen? No, you're, you're, I don't you're, care. You're, you're making my point. So we don't have we don't have enough starters to get us through enough innings. What? What do you say? So what? Okay, Jesus. fine. Jesus. You're you're, ma- you're making my point almost to where like we so yeah, all right, we haven't we haven't addressed the rotation, which makes it worse for this bullpen because now after you get through Nola and Wheeler, now you have these three, four, five bozos that are gonna come in and get you five innings, which means you're going to have to use this whatever you want to call bullpen more and more and more than you want to, because you don't have guys that can go seven innings. You don't have guys that can go seven and two thirds. You have guys that are gonna oh, go five. You're, oh, you're gonna have guys that go I, five and two thirds. And I'm not trying to do the thing I always do with you and i think i think our listeners wonder if we actually like each other as, as human beings um we're going i don't we're like going, we're you. going and i i'm sick of the human race as a whole um we're going to have the same argument we've always had about the phillies about the stars versus the bullpen i think the conversation at hands needs to be this john middleton for the worst of him said that he like spending stupid money and it's all about going over to the luxury tax he then backtracked himself and walked it back and said, I'm only going to do it if it's for the World Series. And then, Nick, you're like, we well, don't need to sign that contract. We don't need to sign that contract for that player. And you're talking about players like Ryu, which the Dodgers didn't sign, and all these pitchers out there. And now you're talking about what pisses you right off about getting starting pitchers at the trade deadline. So now you kind of backed yourself into a corner and are now doing this. So what would you have done? I made it very clear that I want to get a a number three starter at the trade deadline. I've I've talked about that. But what I'm talking about is bringing in competition for the back end. Look, but but that being said, I'm going to cut you right off. Cut me right off. Because you like Nick Pavetta. So there's your competition. So you're just going to like Nick Pavetta again. Let him do his thing because he shortened his his rotation. So now he looks good again. So I want him to compete. So so you got it. He's competing again. So you the optimist. Competing for what? For the fifth position. Matt said, what would you do now? Yep. Matt, Matt, your point is, what would you do now? There's nothing to do. Exactly. But it's what you should have done and you let Ryu go to the Blue Jays and and these other guys that you let sign that you could have grabbed like there's no reason you couldn't have got Ryu would have been such an ideal three on this team and I don't want to hear the word contract if Um, you want to be a big market team John Middleton you're talking about all this money and shit you want to be a big market team just fucking spend the Phillies needed an arm like Ryu. Can I Phillies ask a weird question? But the, but yeah. the thing is, is Jeez. that they they didn't get Ryu. They didn't get these guys that would have been a good number three. But you didn't. So my want argument, him. yeah, yes, I. The, my argument was you need to bring in arms that are gonna compete for the number four, five spots. You can't just hand these jobs. To Vince Velasquez Wait. and Nick Pavetta they again. They have so much oh, You've got to make them Jimmy, work for it. Jimmy, Jimmy Do you think it's possible that the front office, and they'll never come out and say it, but they look at this division like the rest of us do and go, yeah, we're probably at best 
going to be maybe the third place team in this no. division? No, like, see, I think no, of, I, I, yes, Jimmy. I think they do think. No, that. fuck. I, I, that's I, why they're not going over we, the tax. We have one of the best lineups in the National League, and that's a fact. But it doesn't matter because so why Nick, the we've hell? Been this. Why the hell do you not bring guys in like Jimmy Nelson and Alex Wood, especially Alex Wood? Like, why do you not bring them in? Alex Wood signed. It, it is a time of the episode where Nick's voice gets very crackly and gets very emotional and gets very like throaty, a little raspy, a little raspy. It, it well, is that yeah, time. I, of I, could I it been, be that they're they're I've saving that cold. They're saving so. that money for a nice Houston Astros buzzer system. Hopefully, and a nice camera. Oh. The, the, the the Phillies would be the team that's like late into the game, <laughs> where it's after it's banned. They spent sixteen million dollars on it's the just, ultimate cheating system. You don't know yet. It's just a bunch of uh, teenager interns with camera phones just in the bullpen, like. Zooming in and be like, it's a fastball. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, you can't do that. He just said it. <laughs> he just said it. He's screaming it. Yeah, that's what the Phillies would do. So, Nick, but uh, Alex Wood signed for one year. One year. It's just Sal. It's sitting just behind the, the home plate. Hey, I think I saw two fingers. <laughs> 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 that would be the Phillies to a team. The losingest team in American sports history, having Sal call the pitch. Sal, Sal's, Sal's actually wearing the Fanatic uniform, walking around as the Fanatic. Hey, like, I think that's I, the disguise. I think I saw two fingers. What's that, a uh, curveball? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Go rip it up. Go. I, I think I made my point. My my point is is that there's no competition for the back end of the rotation, and then you look at a team like the Dodgers who have a one through four that can compete with anybody, and they just keep bringing guys Shit, in. You don't even have Alex to Wood, Jimmy Nelson. I mean, they have stripling. You, you, you don't even have so to compare to the guys. Dodgers, though, Nick. Look in our own division. Like that's that, that's even more frustrating. You have three teams ranked in the top ten preseason that are in your own division. Like that's crazy. Like you know, it's almost like you don't stand a prayer out of the gate, and that sucks because you have spent so much money, the, and it's getting you the nowhere. Thing that, the Bro, thing that's I think alarming we have a better about lineup the, than all of them. The thing that's alarming about the Phillies is that they're the only team that I can remember that can bring in players like Bryce Harper and JT Real Muto, Zach Wheeler, Didi Gregorius, and still not be excited. In 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 a season and a half, they bring in four. Obviously, Bryce Harper's the biggest name as far as like a catch of a name is. And we're not that excited about this team. I'm excited. I, about, I'm excited about the offense. I am. Nick, of course you're excited. Yeah. You're optimistic. Nick. Why would well, you not I'm be excited about I, the offense? I am, I am too. Of if course. you're not excited about the offense, yes, you're, you're, sure. you're blind. Yes, Nick, but, I'm excited about one third of this baseball team. Great. What the fuck does that mean? It the doesn't bullpen mean is going to be fine. No, it's the not. Nick, that's that's crazy. Why do you say that? Hold on. I'm stopping you right there. Explain to me why this I've, bullpen I've, is okay. Dude, I, I've done that. I don't feel like doing it anymore. Six or seven. No, we're not doing that. Go back to our. I don't feel like doing it again. But it's ridiculous. It's not correct. We have minor league arms. No, they that don't. Throw. Yes, we do. Who? No, they do. They do. Who? People, people, I don't know the names. They the 27th ranked system in the fucking league. They're awful. No, they do have young guns. And it has been stated that they're, they're, this is going to be like the first year that they have bullpen arms that throw above, I think, 96, 97. Yeah, we got, and, we got a few of them. I'll believe it. And, and, more than a and few. And the joke is like the, the Philly scouts or the Philly coaches are going to be like, what they is this? They finally caught on. Like, like, what, yeah. what is this? Who, what, what is it? 
mean that these pitchers can throw this fast. I'm praying so you're proving me wrong. I can't, I really hope so, man. I, 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 pro- well, I promise dirty, you're you. Also, the, you're I also, promise you the bullpen's going to be fine. You're also, I, I, again, we said that I'm last not, year. Uh, Nick, I'm not no, going to. No, I didn't. Nick, I'm no, not going to take. I'm saying the Phillies said that last year. I'm not going to take my baseball team on your promises. I do know that there are, there are pitchers in this bullpen that can throw hard. I do know that. Dirty, welcome to Twitter. Just, just do that. There are pitchers. I don't know their names. I don't need to go Sorry. to Twitter to look at the roster and see what we have. I know what no, we have. No, you're not looking with what? Just names? There are pitchers that can throw that fast. I don't know their names off the top of my head because I've been drinking for four days. I apologize. I've, I've readily admitted that. But there are. If you if you go and follow the right people on Twitter, I don't know if you can do that on Facebook because I got no, off I've on looked, Facebook I've looked when at my their dead minor- grandparents started to get on Facebook and say, hey, poke me. I said, no, you're dead. And Dang. said, got on Twitter. <laughs> And I said, I'm going to go on Twitter where I follow people, beat writers, people who actually work for the Phillies and said, oh, my God, there's actual flamethrowers. I don't know if they're going to be productive flamethrowers. There are so many hopeless optimists as, at, that are following the Phillies on Twitter. It's absurd. It's, and no, I follow them are all. You, are Between you, Jack Fritz and all these other optimistic goons, I'm not listening to any of these guys. Yeah, Fritz knows what he's talking about. Yeah, sure he does. Let's see it. He does. We'll see. Shout out, Jack Fritz. I like Fritz. I'm a big Fritz fan. He, me, Fritz He's and I, the ultimate optimist. We get each other. And it's annoying. Well, he, he sees, well, to be fair, talent. you're the ultimate pessimist. Exactly. Correct? For good reason. Why? What we, is the team showing you? We're going to be fourth place. You know, you, I'm you not know, wrong here. You know what happened last year? Well, you can say you're not that wrong. That fucker, say Chris Young, place. fucked all of our pitchers <laughs> by making them do things that they couldn't do. We brought in Brian Price. Brian Price is going to fucking take these pitchers and say, let's work to your strengths, and shit is going to get better. Eflin's going to be better. Pavetta's going to be better. Uh-huh. I mean, the dude. Is that a Pictures prom- are going to be better, and I promise you. Oh, that's a promise? Okay. Fuck yes. Right, got it. Good. You heard it here first, yeah. first folks. <laughs> it's, it's, Brian a, it's a Nick Price, promise. Nick Brian, promise me. Hiring Brian Price is more important than hiring fucking Girardi at this point. Brian Price is promises, an excellent, one of the best pitching um, coaches in the past fucking 15 years. What's the Nick uh, promise on Reese Hoskins slash line? I, I'm not wrong. I'm sure he'll have a bounce back year. Yeah, he'll bat 430 with a 974. No, what was your slash line? Just stand behind it. Stand behind your slash line. What was it? 270. Uh-huh. I, I think I said 380 on base, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like 270, 380, big time slugging. He's going to hit 30 home runs. Reese Hoskins is a fucking hitter, man. Nick, over or under 1,000 uh, 1, for OPS? Under a, a thousands, a thousands. Really I'm, tough. I'm marking this down. We're going to take this audio that Nick just dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometime towards the end of September, 2020, we'll play it back. You know, after the chips fall where they may, I hope I'm alive by the end of this. I would, week, I would say, I would say OPS. <laughs> I would say OPS like eight, eight forty. I just, I feel, so, I feel so, so dirty right now. Just clean me off of the bar of soap. Please, somebody. Okay. All right. With that being said, we will certainly get to the Sixers next. There is a war going on right now that no one's talking about, and it needs to be fucking talked about. There are two types of people on this planet. One is right, and one is way fucking wrong. Preach. You are either a bar of soap user or a loofah user. When it comes to taking a shower, and again, one is right, <laughs> and one is really fucking wrong. The soap is just so right. 
I was down, as I mentioned, in Florida for work, and I was left without my loofah, and I was in this really nice hotel where I felt abandoned of cleanliness. So I was forced to use a bar of soap like a fucking Neanderthal. Probably smelled fucking awesome. No. So again, there's two types of people in this, on nice. this planet. Hold on. You either use a loofah like an evolved human being, like Darwin explained to oh. us, like the whole scale of the monkey to a human should end with a loofah in their hand. The bacterial death trap. So we're going to have this debate. Do you want to use a loofah or do you use a bar of soap? I, like a normal clean human being, use a loofah to suds myself up. But this week I couldn't. Now I had to use a dry bar of soap that barely cleaned an, uh, yeah, an inch of my body. No, you got to get yourself a nice clean bar of stop. soap. Stop. We're going we're gonna to go. We're going to go for a second. No, I got. So I use a loofah and I couldn't have it this week. So I feel fucking filthy with the, the shower I had every morning to get the, the stench of being hammered. All night. Nick, do you use a bar of soap or do you use a loofah? I use a bar of soap. You've never been clean. Jimmy, do you use a loofah or a bar of soap? I'm a loofah man. Loofah man. You are the cleanest person so far in this room. If you use a bar of soap, like if you're just rubbing a bar of soap on your, like you're not like, you're not scraping the layer of scum off of you. We need to establish no, that's we an are. incorrect point. Dirty, there are, there are, are you a bars bar of soap? Of, there are, I'm a bar of soap Okay, guy. so so before we get into the debate, I'm a loofah guy, Jimmy's the loofah guy, Dirty, you're a bar of soap guy? Totally. All right, so Dirty, dirty. of course you're a bar of soap guy, you fucking filth. He's, so he, he, got, he got a loofah, a, a bacterial death trap. <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. So Dirty uh, and Nick, so let's just let the mildew and the mold just build in your loofah. And you're washing yourself with a fucking... With a fucking mold rag. Yesterday, you're, you, you're, Absolutely yesterday's, not. yesterday's crumb rag? just barrowed in the center. Like I, I used rag. a bar of soap this week that came out of a, a piece of plastic so it was never used before. And I felt like I haven't been clean in three days because a bar of soap is what people used back 20 years ago when a loofah wasn't invented. A loofah is the only thing that gets sudsy, gets your whole body clean, and you feel like you're refreshed and I'm ready to take yeah, on the day. it exfoliates. It exfoliates. But that's what Thank they you. have for the soap now. They have they have the soaps that have like the grippers on them. I don't even know what you call them, but it's like the scratchy surface that Jimmy said that the soap doesn't have. Oh, I the, love this. The soap has the scratch. Oh, you yeah. gotta get you. No. And you feel it, it. It has like, it has like Nick, bark it, in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like rubbing up on a tree. Nick, yeah. I I'm shocked and it gets in you. You don't use a loofah because you're kind of a, a clean freak type of person. Dirty, so it makes I. complete in, in every way. Sense. No, you're not. You're yeah, dirty fucking like that shit. Dirty, you are a So now wait, but like hold on. We're getting now we're getting into something different. You guys are like using artisanal soaps here. I thought we were talking about just your run of the mill Irish Spring bar yeah, soap. Yeah, which is which is not no. soap. No, 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 I'm most, using a bar of soap that's gonna get the job fucking done. Most of the time no. I'm using a dove. I'm using Dove moisturizing bar. Oh, yeah. It's, so not, it's not even called right. soap. So, it's no, so it's creamy. called a moisturizing bar. Yeah. So, I, so, so then we we're getting back into the original point, which is no, <laughs> you're just using a a bar of soap. Like you're just wiping the soap on you, but that's not no, cleaning it's not cleaning yourself. you. It is yes, not it is. cleaning you whatsoever. Yes, it I is. walked out of the shower. I was like, nothing happened. 
I was just underwater and nothing happened. But how is the loofah any different? You, it exfoliates. I am, I am completely white with soap. I feel like I am getting clean. I know I'm getting clean and I'm getting rinsed of the soap off my body of yesterday's stench and stank. If you exfoliate too much, you're going to, you're just going to dig bacteria into your skin. That is something a bar of soap user would say because you are stuck (laughs) in the past and you, you're so, this is, this is like somebody that would, that has a video. No, 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 shut your, shut your filthy You shut your mouth. No, this is like somebody who used a flip phone when the smartphone was invented. It's like, how do you use a phone without a, with only one button on it? You are afraid to evolve. You are afraid to evolve. There is a YouTube video out there that has statistically and analytically proven that the loofah is dirtier is, than the bar of you, soap. You are the unevolved monkey using no. every type of irrelevant so stat nooks, to stand there's up There's so straight. many nooks and crannies nope. for bacteria to live and then- You're whipping yesterday's jizz all over your body. body. And, and just like so, what is the bar of time out? So, what's this bar of soap? This bar of soap is has all that fucking dirt and filth and and, no, and it's, it's just clean it no, because it's so slippery and slick that that yeah. bullshit wipes right off. The last thing I want on me to clean myself is something slippery. No, that oh, means it's yesterday's stank. Slide all uh, over me. Dove moisturizing bar. I just decided I absolutely hate this conversation. First of all, first of all. The fact that I'm using a different type of, of, of procedure to clean myself from you, Dirty Mike, makes me feel like I'm doing something right. So I'm very happy All with, right, with so mine. Can we, d- if the Phillies oh. come in first place, I, I will uh, move to a loofah. Yes. Put if, that on the board. For the tens of people that are listening to this, if you could uh, tweet at us at RBCFH. We're going to put a poll up. Podcast, or we'll put a poll up. Um, but also feel free to, to use the hashtag, uh, hashtag loofah. Or hashtag bar of soap. Bar of soap. We are absolutely don't be afraid to be honest. No, no. Be stand up for your right as a human being. You know, you just use the bar of soap. No, either you're evolved as a human being, bars, and use a loofah. Here's a question, just out of curiosity. It's really obscure and weird. What do you? you Yes, it is gross to just use a bar of soap. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think Donald Trump does? I don't know, but Jimmy's wearing a scarf. I know exactly what Donald Trump does. Donald Trump sits in the bathtub and has his lackeys clean him. You think he's with a loofah or soap? I think he licks himself down like a cat. <laughs> I would see that too. Is, a, is Trump a loofah guy or a soap guy? You think he'll answer our poll? Hopefully. I'll add him. I'll add him on Twitter. But he definitely sits in a tub and has like somebody with that like long wooden like scrubber like scratches back and he has a little like rubber ducky and like he sits there and plays like little uh, little tub games. Yeah, and in 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 lieu, if you'd rather use alternative ta- hashtags, yes, yes, please. No, uh, for if if you'd rather use an alternative hashtag for Lufa, you can use hashtag I'm a cleanly person. Um, and if you <laughs> and if you'd like to use an alternative hashtag for bar of soap, you can use hashtag. I'm a, f- a filthy mongrel. Or yes. you can use hashtag I wash myself with a mold and mildew infested. Absolutely not. Free creamy disgusting. bar of f- creamy bar of butality. Ass. First of all, first of all, if you're a loofah user, first of all, if you are a loofah user, you know you have to get a new loofah as time goes every by. day. So you have to so you have to replace every your day, you have to replace no. your loofah every day. No, stop. Yes. That is yes. somebody yes. silliness. Absolute silliness. You guys are fucking filthy. You lazy pieces I, of shit. N- Probably haven't replaced your loofahs in fucking years. No, no. and you're just wiping yourself my down wife, with mold my and wife mildew. Has these unbelievable shower gels, like 
like coconut sunsets and 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 sun well, beach then why smiles. Do you smell like shit all yeah. the time. I smell one, not tonight. <laughs> I smell like depression and and oncoming sales like for the next year. You know who I bet uses a loofah? Who? Ben Simmons. Ben yes. Simmons 100% uses he a loofah. He absolutely uses a loofah. Yeah, because he dates Kendall Jenner. She's probably like, if you don't use a loofah. Thank you for proving our point. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for proving our point, you fucking scummy, unevolved monkey. My God, you're just you're just the absolute wow. left end of Darwin's theory. You are the left end of Darwin's theory with a flip phone and a bar of soap. That is what you are. Uh, me and Couldn't Dirty, agree more, Matt. Me and agree Dirty more. Mike are right, and you're wrong, yep. and nice that's, that's what it is. All right, uh, well, that was a very good debate, uh, which is just insane. I'm seeing you playing Snake or your Nokia right now. It's just absolutely <laughs> wild. Let's get to your That was team. a great game, though. Yeah, it was a great game. It was a great game, and guess what? Just like soap. Guess what? Guess what? A bar of soap was great when I was nine years old. Like that was the best way to clean myself until someone invented the loofah. Let's get to your Yo, wait, team. Wait, 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 wait! Before we move on to that, really quick, um, if you don't want to lose like your whole I, life, mm, dirty you, you and your is bladder, he serious? you is and he your serious? fucking bladder. If Go. you don't want to lose your whole life, don't download the app, the game uh, for iPhone or whatever. It's called Flippy Race. I can't stop playing this game. Flippy Race. Never heard of it. Somebody Sounds help me. Sounds pretty fucking stupid. Somebody help me. I what? need help. Give me, give me a breakdown. All right. I have so, no interest in helping you. I so, don't give so a you, fuck. You race this boat. Because you're a dirty piece of shit. No, I just don't give a shit about <sighs> Jimmy. Uh, you, you, race, <laughs> you race this boat. Jimmy, just over there fucking puke. Yeah, fuck you guys. Shut soap, up. Flippy, soap flippy is race. fine. Flippy Race. You're in a boat. And you're and, and as you're going down, there's obstacles, but then these waves pop up, and you have to do these flips. And okay. the more flips you do, the uh -huh. more boosts you get. Okay. Dude. Oh man, it sounds really. Is it is it is it a scroll game, a left to right scroll game? No, it's like a you're going straight. Okay. All right, so you're heading upward on your screen. Is Nick watching 1917 again, or? Yeah, he is. He's giving three and a half out of five sheep to Flippy Race. All right, let's get it back to the Sixers. All right, let's get it back. Let's to get the it back to the Sixers. Man, what a game tonight. Uh, what a game tonight. I've been out of town since Sunday, as I've told you all. I have no idea. I know Ben Simmons won Player of the Week because he faced teams that Dirty Mike, who's not here right now because he has the bladder of uh, Merrill Reese. Um, he's peeing. I know that they beat the teams that Dirty Mike cares about that I don't care about, and they lost to the Raptors tonight. Um, Ben Simmons plays a lot better when Joel Embiid is not on the floor. And when you're in Miami, apparently. All right, yeah. so here we go. Since our last show, the Sixers beat the Nets. The Nets suck. Since our last show, they went four. Then, they went four. Then, no, no, don't you come back in shut here. Shut up, I'm doing peeing. the rundown. Oh, I've listened. So next, the Sixers beat the Bulls. Oh, whoa. The Bulls. Then on, then the next, then Saturday... The Sixers barely squeaked by the New York Knicks. That's really great. 97 to 8 or 90 to 87. That's really impressive. Monday, they played the Nets again. They squeaked by them with a six-point victory. And Ben Simmons went crazy again. 34 points, triple dub, blah, blah, blah. So then tonight, tonight, this is a terrible they play, now. they play an actual team and they get the shit kicked out of them. And Ben Simmons, it was fucking invisible in the fourth quarter. Fucking invisible. So it's so cliche, man. 
What's cliche? But I'm saying uh, he's on your side. I'm on, Do you I'm know what? I'm pissed off. Do you know what cliche I'm, means? It, it's, <laughs> it's 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 exactly what the Sixers have been doing, and and tonight's game against Toronto is just so typical of them, where you. I, I didn't watch the beginning, but I, I turned my phone on. I, I put my kids to bed, and I turned my phone on, and I see us up 14. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? It's 29. You smell terrible. It's 29-15. That's insane. Like, okay, they're beating Toronto in Toronto. This, this Hopefully this keeps up. And stupid woe is me. There goes the lead very slowly as the game goes on. And that's what they do, right? They get big leads, they shit them away, and it comes down to the fourth quarter. Ben Simmons has great first halves, and then he disappears ben against disappears. good teams. But Horford, I, Horford's chucking gonna, up threes that aren't even close. so annoying. But I'm going to backtrack, because at least they beat the teams they were supposed to beat. Because if we came in here and they lost three out of four between the Bulls, the Nets, and the Knicks, I'd be losing my fucking mind right now. But at least without Joel Embiid, they beat the teams they were supposed to beat. They were without Joel against a good team, and they lost. I'm not going to kill them for that. You're not going to win every game. They won four of their last five. Let's not go crazy. Like, they've done pretty well this past week. Let's so be I'm going to go, go a little crazy because... And old Corky should, Romano they, really showed out. They the should be years. smashing these teams. They should be smashing the Knicks. Uh, but the Nick, they won. Why not? Like, look, you look at the you they look, at the, you look at the Jazz, and they're beating everybody by forty points every night. It's like, the, why can't the Sixers the do that ever? Yeah, but like, to Matt's point, to Matt's point, a few weeks. The ago, Jazz haven't the Jazz haven't lost since October. Didn't, didn't the Lakers just lose to the Celtics? Like, why are you talking about the Jazz? The, the Lakers because the, the Lakers yeah. fucking they're the same thing as as as, as the Clippers. It's like. AD, you don't have to play tonight. The Lakers got murdered by the Celtics LeBron, and barely beat tonight. the Knicks tonight. And by the way, speaking of the Lakers, that's our next opponent. So just get ready and for that. And I brought up the Jazz because they, they just keep winning everybody. Not money. to digress too much, but how come when the Jazz moved from New Orleans to Utah, they didn't like change their name? Like what would they change? I guess, you know, change it like the Utah Mormons. The Mormons. The Mormons. But like, why didn't they change their name? Because now there's just Utah Jazz. It just doesn't make any sense. Tra- tra- yeah. Trademarking. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, they should, they should be called the Utah Polygamists. Think Wouldn't about that be way better? Think, yeah. of, think about the Lakers. True. Makes no sense. I mean, yeah. that's, the, the Minnesota, that's a great that's one. The, the Minnesota that's a great Lakers. one. The Minneapolis Lakers, because there were lakes everywhere. Then you go to L.A. Makes there's, sense. And then there's the not one, a lake anywhere near you. And then the one team who I thought like was like a really cool name, the Supersonics. The Montana Beaches. No, the Supersonics. Change their name to the Thunder, which is come on, that's a lackluster. We name. all know Lightning's way cooler. Yeah, but but also like like and and also I loved the Supersonics like jersey and all that Sean like their logo. Yeah, Sean just everything about it. And that was the one team they were like, ah, right, let's get rid of this whole awesome brand. That left shrimp. You know what's cool about Philadelphia? All our team names are fucking tight. Eagles, Sixers, for, for the Flyers, Flyers, Philly. Oh, Fly- stop! Wait a minute. I'm gonna call a timeout on that. The Phillies could be the worst name ever. That's that's stupid. You're yeah. a baby what horse. That is what are stupid. You? Come on, man. The Phillies is weak, dude. No, stop. it's not. That's a weak we- name. All right. Uh, so, the Phillies uh, episode of fi- episode the Phillies. fifteen. Episode fifteen will not include Dirty Mike. Uh, Phillies is a weak. It, name. it was a good run for you, Dirty. All yeah. that. You did have a good run. Yeah, thank you it for was a good uh, run. We, we appreciate your contributions. You guys really think the Phillies is a cool Come name? On, dude. Yes. Are you serious? Oh, stop. As a as a gambler, yeah, I think the Phillies. Phillies are you it's serious? Pretty, it's pretty weak. Phillies That's is a good weak. name. You're a fucking idiot. I was I, only I was only kidding about the Flyers, but I'm gonna smash. I'm gonna. I, I don't smash. hate the Flyers. I think the Flyers is a cool name, actually. 
the the cool the best thing about the Flyers is the color scheme. Hell yeah! You don't see orange and black really. Who? What other franchise is orange and black? Uh, the Bengals. But oh, yeah, yeah man, they're tires. I get it. I've been going. Yeah, but they're about to have Joe Burrow on their team. I've been going back Ooh, and forth. I from, can't wait for the Bengals. From drunk and hungover this entire show, I'm back to hungover. Start using soap, man. I do use soap. Matt, Matt, just just use soap. I do use soap. Yeah, no, we use don't. soap, and then we put that extra step in there that makes you actually clean. So, all right, so building it back in, going back to the Sixers, right? So we have, uh, until our next episode, all, all we play is the Lakers, and that's on Saturday. Um, what, what, are we, what are we anticipating on that one? Or are we it's, in, at, it's at home. Is that it, at home? It is. It is. But Josh Richardson left the game tonight. He oh did. boy! Left hamstring tightness. Did he really? He did. So now we have to oh, start yeah. not just uh, Tease, not just Matisse Thibault. Like we're gonna have to start quirk shit. Like that's where we're gonna have to start and put and have a lot of minutes from like. Oh man, Scott. put some respect on that name. No, or no. or you can start Raul Nido. No, fuck Raul Nido. 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 Nito gang. Why? All right, I'm gonna ask this question, and I, and I I need I need an answer, and I'm hoping you don't need someone to say I'm gonna ask it. this question when you're gonna ask a question. It's implied. Somebody here needs to give me a good answer. Why is Trey Burke not playing more? I don't know. I do not know. Please, you know actually, somebody, here, actually, here, help me. The only reason I can think of is this, but the person that is replacing him will be Raul Neto. Is just for trade value to show. We're going to showcase this player to say what team out there wants this player because no the trade deadline is getting is coming up, so that we use Trey Burke down during Nobody the stretch. Nobody wants Nito because the, the, the Do you two think it's players, because he's too aggressive. Is that no, what it no, is? absolutely not. I truly believe that it has to be that because there's no reason that Raul Neto is out there above Trey Burke. The only two players that the Sixers are looking at because this all is coming down the stretch. The Sixers are going to make the, the playoffs, whether it's the six seed or the two seed, because those are the only positions that they're going to be in. Yeah. Because the six and the two are separated by two games between, yeah. I think, 29 wins and 31 wins. It is. So they're going to get a player, at least one player. It's either going to be a player of significance or just a role it player? It needs to be a significance or the two players they are they're, Derek Rose. They're, 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 the, the two players they are significantly related to right now are Robert Covington and Bogdan Bogdanovich? Bo, Bo, Bogdan Bogdanovich? Yeah, who I like a lot. Bogdanovich, yeah. Bogdanovich. Bog, Let's just say Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, I, I'm, Bogdanovich. I'm hammered and hungover at the same time. Bogdanovich would on. be a great addition. <laughs> he, he would be like a... Uh, He'd be like a Reddick that can actually play defense. He would be a really good addition. I want Bogdanovich so bad. Robert Covington be, is just I'm, I'm, more of the same on this Sixers. I'm still on the Bertans more. train. I want Bert. I'll take yeah, Bertans. I, I want Bertans. The thing with well, Covington. The thing with Covington. The thing with Covington and I, I did it. I just did it a couple weeks ago. Or whatever. Same. Covington. Yeah, more of the same. My ass. Covington will take Mike Scott and Ennis minutes. And that makes your he's team more, better. He's more depth for this team. He certainly makes this team better. I'm not saying he doesn't make this team better, but it's more the same to take this team a step forward, not a leap forward. Bogdanovich makes this team a leap forward. Ah, do you know, see, do you know what this team needs perimeter shooters? Covington's not that. We need a perimeter shooter. If you're gonna have, listen, if no. you're gonna have Ben that, Simmons, hold on. If you're gonna have Ben Simmons. Dive into the hole as one of the most freakish athletes in all four sports with Joel clogging the lane. You need to be able to dive to the hole, 
jump around and give the most hellacious pass to somebody at the three-point line and make the fucking three-point shot, and that's Bogdanovich. It's not Covington, who's really good at defense and shoots the highest three-point shot of all time at a 33% clip. And that's what I want them to get away from because this team is basing their offense around three-point shooting, and they're not a three-point shooting team. Going to get away from it. They're not. They're but not. They they're not. They need to. But they're not. So stop saying they need to. They're not. Then you're not going to win a title. I'm but sorry. if they add a perimeter shooter, dirty. That's then they what the might. league is, man. A so three-point stop. shooting team. So stop saying you got to hit three. So stop. Yeah, but that's not us. Stop trying to change his team in studio RBCFH and add players who can do that. Covington isn't that. Bogdanovich can do that. Give me. Derek Rose over either of those guys who is a guy that can get to the basket all day because yeah. that's what they I'm in, need. I'm in they the, need I'm in a guy who can drive to the rim and Why? score. Why? Because Why? they don't have because Why? that's what wins in this league. A guy that can get to the rim and score. Derek Imagine Rose what that would do to this team. That's all, Nick. That's all he does. He doesn't. Sh- he's not a great shooter. Derek Rose has never been a great shooter. He's a guy that can get to the rim and score, and that's what this team needs. They're relying too heavily on guys shooting on the perimeter. I don't need another fucking Covington no, but or I a think, Bogdanovich. No, 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 no. But I think I think the point that Matt's trying to make is like, yeah, they're relying You're, they're relying too heavily on guys shooting from the perimeter that can't shoot from the perimeter. They need a guy that can shoot from the. perimeter. You're trying to ch- exactly, but Jimmy. one guy's not going to make that difference. Change the coaching scheme when you're trying to be the coach. You're not going to be the coach. Brett Brown is for the rest of this season. So here's the question: Who who would you rather have? And we'll take Covington out of it. Who would you rather have, Derrick Rose or Bogdanovich? As Brett Brown as the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, I'll take Bogdanovich. As a basketball player, I'll take Derrick Rose. If I'm going to sit here and take what the 76ers are, I'll take Bogdanovich. One-on-one, yeah, Derrick Rose all day, every day. But Dirty, you're going to say Derrick Rose all the time because you want it as a basketball guy. And I get that. But the that issue doesn't with the help. Sixers is that they don't, they don't have a point guard. I understand so, that, but but you guys are trying to change the Sixers scheme. Nah, nah. Yes, you are. If you're saying Derrick Rose, then yes, you are. No, yeah, Matt, yes, and yes, I am. And that's because they need a scheme yes, you are, change. Nick. Well, then, if you're saying that, then you're already nah. succumbing to defeat. Well, of course. You're still Absolutely. using you're still using Ben mm. as you're using Ben as a point forward I've been instead saying of it for a point weeks. guard. Ben still takes the ball down the court. He's still the creator. He's still a creator. So 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 we're not taking the ball away from Ben by getting Derrick Rose. I mean, Ben is Ben is still going to be what he is. He's a creator. And and you guys are way off. Realistically, way realistically, off. if you can get a perimeter shooter and a guy that can drive to the basket, oh, so, so you, get both Bogdanovich and Derrick Rose. Yes, they, they've done off. it in the past. They they got the, the they, obviously they that's, got, that's 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 the idea. Just get them both. They, they got the get, two euros a few years ago. Obviously, it's not going to happen. You got, yeah, but, of course. Like, so obviously, it's not going to happen. So, you guys so, are just so you pick one. Insane. So, so you, get the guy who fits the scheme. You guys are outrageous. No, you get Derrick Rose. And then you get a shooter somewhere else. The scheme is bad. The scheme is bad. And maybe I'll leave it at two that. years ago. We got Bellinelli. I mean, why can't you? Bellinelli is 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 Bogdanovich. I mean, the I conversation think, we're having. I think we're I think we're making Bogdanovich better than you know. He's more. a forty percent three point shooter. If the Sixers are going to keep jacking, so up is Toby when we got him. So the. the 
conversation we're having is is the player we need to fit the Sixers scheme right now. Bogdanovich is that player. He sure we does. need to wrap it up. Uh, God, I don't know how I'm still alive. Uh, let's get it to uh, your team, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers. Nick, ready or not, it's time for the Philadelphia Power Play, and that starts now. Uh, I wasn't ready for this at all, but guess what? Last night, the Flyers kicked the fucking shit out of the Penguins, and it was a great night. We the Penguins, the Penguins had like 19 shots total. We shut them the fuck out. We outplayed them. We, 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 we beat them three nothing. We kicked their ass. But you know what? You know what pissed me off? You know what pissed me right off last night it was fucking Mike Milbury was on was on was on the was on the mic. Was the color guy. Mike Milbury can kiss my that? fucking ass. Is he the team's accountant? Sells, he a, fucking, sells a house like you don't even he know. He fucking hates the Flyers and he said it. They're CPA. So, so, so he talked, they talked about the Penguins and their injuries. They have so many injuries and like that, you know, like they kind of made it seem like that's why the Flyers won. The Flyers have had a fucking bunch of injuries too. And you know what, Mike Milbury? He played for the Bruins in 1974. You know what? Oh. You know what happened in 1974? Oh, Flyers he, won oh, the cup. <laughs> Mike Milbury has hated this team ever since, and he's fucking been talking shit. So like, last time, fuck you, NBC. <laughs> like, I'm trying to watch a Flyers game, and you're putting Mike Milbury on the fucking horn, and he's and he's just fucking just shitting on the Flyers the whole time, and just sucking off the Penguins, and it's just bullshit. Mike Milbury can suck a dick. I fucking hate that guy. Four, yeah, four years ago, I think it was four or five years ago, he actually came out on TV. He's like, I hate the Flyers. I hate their fans. They boo their players. They do this. They do that. Fuck you, Milbury. Get in line. Goody did punch a kid. Get in line, asshole. Like, everybody hates us, you fuck. But he should not be calling our games. That guy's a fucking asshole. And that ends your Philadelphia Power Play. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for our 14th episode of, here at the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. We will be back for you next week. I need to get the fucking bell. So I'm ending this right now. Get me a new contract. Get me a new contract. I need a loofah stat. I'm getting the fuck here. We're ending this right now. Thank you. At RBCFH. Good Let's night. Fucking so go. Down. A Monday, Tuesday, congrats, Angelo. A Tuesday, Wednesday, congrats, Angelo. A Thursday. <laughs> 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 Fucking shit. <laughs> it goes to the tune of something like this.